Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. Yesterday, uh, the Mauler and I ran to daylight, cashing in our first baseball lineup of the year. We're back today to try and go two for two. Hopefully, we can. Going to be making a DraftKings live lineup, and we're going to do it fairly quickly because uh, the Mauler has to make his own lineups, and uh, we can't expect him to, you know, stop mauling and uh, spend too much time with us. Mauler, how are you today? I'm good. Uh, had a good night last night. I ended up finishing 12th in the $27 payoff pitch. Uh, I could have got up to 9th, but the White Sox bullpen blew a Quintana win. Um, and that was a, a $800 difference in just that contest. And I'm sure it was uh, worth a sev- several more hundred that it would have moved me up in other contests. But you know, uh, I was uh, well on the plus side, so I can't complain. Um, but I, I really wanted that top 10 finish to to start the season. Well, of course. And, it, you know, as you and I were discussing earlier in the day, it's human nature to always look at the times that people blow things and it costs you money and not look at the times when, you know, you're, you're the other way around. You've got the offense that's trying to get back in the game and it gets you to uh, it gets you to where you need to be, but it's always painful. And it's one of the harder things for people who play DFS. Um, You know, the games change at the last minute sometimes. Yeah. And I, you know, speaking to that point, I got lucky the opposite way last year when I, when I won the, uh, um, the hundred K GPP, when, Don Mattingly took out his pitcher early. You know, he was only at 90 pitches or so. And then I avoided hits from uh, um, uh, the catcher for the Dodgers and Howie Kendrick, which would have knocked me down to second place, which in that event was a $90,000 difference. First place paid 100000 Second place paid 10000 So that was one of those times where, you know, I got the, the better end of the the straw per se, and uh, it worked out. So yeah, you know, every day is a, a, a new day, and that's why we love playing daily fantasy. Yep, and you know, Lord willing, uh, things will go better than uh, worse for us, and our luck will be better than worse. Um, so we're we're looking at tonight, and uh, I'm going to ask you first of all, was there anything you learned yesterday that you didn't know? Um. Or were you reminded of something, you know, it's it's a new season. Were you reminded of something you knew and, you know, got you back going thinking about it? No, but I I did notice something today that that cost me a little, and that's um, 
when DraftKings just has their depth charts out, they don't list DHs in the depth charts. So if you're trying to stack a lineup from the depth charts before the lineups officially come out, you're going to miss the DHs. So I missed Prince Fielder today when I stacked my Rangers lineups, and he just hit a three-run bomb. So, you know, I quickly made a note to DraftKings, hey, make sure you put the DHs in the depth chart so we don't miss them when we're trying to stack um, before official lineups come out. Um, But, no, I just wanted to reiterate something that I, I talked about yesterday is, you know, if you're going to stack a team, make sure you get all the guys in there. Stack it two or three times and, and get all those guys because we had, uh, you know, like you, a guy you had, Nick Hunley, who was at the bottom of the lineup last night, hit a home run. Um, Anthony Ghost for the Tigers. So if you only stack the top of the order, you miss those guys. And those are going to be the lone guys that can help you win the tournament. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, first of all, I'm still playing low dollars as I get to learn um, MLB. Besides playing with you, I, I won overall last night, got a couple MLB lineups and some NBA lineups to cash after having a rough stretch. So, you know, I was happy, but my Nick Hundley lineup didn't cash because I put him in basically because of salary and just needing to fill a catcher rather than, um, you know, putting him in a stack. But uh, I thought that was a fantabulous, that's my new word, by the way, fantabulous suggestion. Um, And I bet most people don't do it. And I think sometimes if you only have the appetite, let's say, to play three $3 lineups, you know, maybe you're better off playing uh, nine $1 lineups and, and covering yourself a little better. So, I'll kind of uh, build on what you were talking about yesterday and game selection. If you really feel like you need a, a wider swath, don't be afraid to go down a little bit in your game selection. What do you think about that, Mauler? Yeah, and, you know, just pick out what's best for you. There's always going to be some good GPPs with return on investments. And, you know, if you're new, start out with the quarter games and learn learn them and work your way up. The quarter games ha- actually have – a great return on investment if you're a low dollar player. And, uh, you know, that's where you can get, you know, some, some good learning and, and just kind of figuring out how everything goes in. Yep. All right. So we're going to play the later slate. The payoff pitch is um, still a lot of openings, so we don't have to worry about getting our lineup in. Uh, Let's start more with uh, me kind of reviewing something before we go into pictures. I am going to go over and give you the weather updates for the pitchers. So uh, Pineda, right to left, Strasburg to the left, Uh, Gray to the right, right to left. You know what? I'm only going to get there. There's none that are in or out. So when it comes to key points about which which way the wind is blowing, um, that is important. One thing to really be careful about, though, is it's saying 65% precipitation in that Washington game. So Washington and Atlanta, there's a good chance for rain. I don't know what they're calling for as it relates to um, a, a rain out. And then 81% in the Philadelphia-Cincinnati game. Yep, I'm going to actually call up the Doppler radars for those as we're talking, um, you know, just so we can get an eye on what's going on. Uh, The Atlanta area looks pretty clear right now, so um, 
you know, I'll just click on that and see if there's anything coming. But, uh, yeah, that's a good what, thing. Wasn't you know, Lloyd Doppler the name of the guy from Say Anything, that movie? I think was that? so. I think no, so. it was it was actually Lloyd Dobler. But that was one of my favorite movies, and I just kind of thought of that. So uh, why don't you, while you're looking up that other one, give us your selections for picture tonight? Well, I really only have two, um, but then I'm also going to throw out a value guy that I like just for our listeners. Um, I know you mentioned the rain in Atlanta, but that doesn't steer me away from Strasburg. He's my number one. And then uh, Kenta Maeda, he's, uh, this will be his first major league start, but he's a veteran of Japan. He, uh, he had a 13 to four strikeout to walk ratio in Japan. Um, uh, actually that was this spring um, with a 1.32 ERA. So I really like him against the Padres because I honestly think I could put my old slow pitch team together and beat the Padres. That's how bad they are. Pitcher's ballpark. Um, we know how proud the Japanese players are. So I think he's going to come in and have a really solid game today. So he's my number two with uh, Strasburg is my number one. Um, you know, those are the two of the um, top three price guys, but you know, I think they're there for a reason, but for our listeners, if you're looking for value, a guy that I really like at value is the second to lowest price guy on the slate. And that's Giovanni Gallardo. Um, I imagine he has one of the top chances or winning percentage chances tonight. Uh, Baltimore should get all over Minnesota at home. Baltimore has some crushing hitters who we're probably going to target tonight. And I think Gallardo is a really good value down there at 6,200 for people. He's also a very good value in relationship to uh, FanDuel. Um, I, I've got a couple names to consider. Uh, what, uh, number one on that on my list is also Steven Strasburg. So, you know, I'm going to pop him into the lineup. Uh, my number two is Michael Pineda. Uh, Houston isn't the most dangerous team out there. And Pineda has a very good strikeout uh, percentage. Uh, he's playing a team that is not scary um, either – They've got a WOBA of 253 and a strikeout at bats of 0.267, which are both very solid. Uh, so I'll throw him out there. And the other guy that I wanted to kind of talk about was Finnegan, um, 6,300. I think he is a better, from what I've been reading, he is a young guy who's done a lot of pitching in the bullpen. And I just think at 6,300 against the Phillies, you talked about uh, Maeda. I think a lot of people are going to be on Maeda and because of San Diego, but I think Finnegan is sneaky and he's almost $3,000 less. So you tell me, Mauler, what do you think about those things and who do you want to stick in? I mean, if we're throwing in Strasburg and we want to have any kind of hitters, we do need some value, I think. Well, uh, the thing with Pineda is I, uh, you're probably looking at numbers from Houston last year, and they've gotten rid of a lot of their strikeout guys. Chris Carter's gone, and he struck out the most in the major leagues by a ton. Um, and Houston has some really, really good hitters. Yankee Stadium is probably one of the best hitters' ballparks, so I'm actually avoiding Pineda today. 
um, just just for the fact, you know, a few a few um, a few hard hits get up in the air and go out, and your your day's ruined. Um, Finnegan, I don't mind. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be on a pitch count because, like you said, he came from the bullpen, um, and the rain worries me a little there. So if I'm going down that low, I'm probably going to go Gallardo. But I'm I'm really confident in Maeda just because they're playing in San Diego for one and the fact that San Diego was just awful. Um, Casimir didn't give up any runs yesterday. So in two in two games against San Diego, the Dodger starters have not given up a run. So that's something that I like. Um, so I'll leave it up to you, but I, I like Maeda and Strasburg. All right. Well, I'm going to stick Maeda in. Let's see how the rest of our lineups go. Um, I'm going to throw out the one guy that I really was hoping to get into the lineup today, and that's Chris Davis. Um, Other than that, I don't have anyone that I'm, uh, you know, like really high on, but uh, wanted to get your thoughts on him before we headed over to catcher. Yeah, no, um, I think we can build the lineups, you know, through – through our likes today, you know, instead of going in order, because I, I had Chris Davis at the top of my list too. Um, Chris Davis was up there. Bryce Harper is up there. And Mark Trumbo of Baltimore is also up there. The good thing about Davis and Trumbo is they're both first base flexible. So it opens up a spot for us um, in the outfield. If we want to get somebody in that's at minimum price that we think that can help us, you know, fit in these big price guys. So I would plug I would plug Chris Davison at first base, you know, and if we see something that we like where we need to move him to the outfield, we can we can do that. But I, I would slot him in at first base. First base, no questions asked. All right. So um, looking at catcher, um, there really isn't a love a lot to love here, and I would like to save some money. I'll throw out Yadier Molina as kind of a lower-priced option. I was really kind of disappointed that um, the Reds catcher didn't uh, is not going to play. But who do you like at catcher tonight? Yeah, I'm with you with uh, kind of wanting to punt the catcher position. Where I'm at is the $2,800 price range, and I like A.J. Ellis a little bit. Um, he, he should start for the Dodgers tonight. Their lineup isn't uh, out yet, but he sat yesterday. Um, you know, he's not a huge offensive threat, but at 2,800, you know, a walk or an RBI, you know, gets him to value. And the thing is, is if he happens not to be starting, you can quickly pivot to Kurt Suzuki, um, who's also 2,800. Okay. But, uh, I, mean, I didn't have either of them rated real high. I'll throw out a couple other names that, I had a little bit higher. Um, Jason Castro, um, you talk about Pineda and uh, Yankee Stadium. Uh, he, Castro is the left-handed hitter. He, he's got pretty decent ISO. Um, so he's 2,900. And then if we're looking at, um, yeah, so that, 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 that I'll, I'll throw him out as another option. Yeah, I just got the Houston lineup to my phone, too. Castro is in the lineup. He's hitting ninth tonight, so he is an option. But let's, um, let's leave that position blank right now with you the it. idea that we have 28 or 2,900, you know, to to play with if, if you know, that's where we want to price ourselves at. 
Okay. Uh, covering first base just a little bit, um, the guy who comes up highest on uh, WOBA and ISO difference is Darren Ruff. Uh, but that, again, that is that game that we're a little worried about with weather. Um, Chris Davis is obviously one of the top choices for us. Uh, Freddie Freeman also came up and Valbuena. Who do you have at first base? Well, I guess we're just going to go Davis, but throw out a couple names for the fans out there. Yeah, um, I like Vato. Um, he struggled the other day, and I heard a lot of uh, Twitter chatter about him, you know, underperforming. But I know he ended up uh, getting a hit at the end of the day. But I like Vato against Nola. But, you know, that's all rain and weather dependent. Um, I don't think you can ever go wrong with Adrian Gonzalez. He's a hitting machine. Um, his power is not always there, but, you know, he, he could he could go three for three um, with no extra base hits, but throwing a few RBIs, and you're well into the teens there. I think um, a sneaky play that, you know, we were talking about the Orioles having a big lineup today. If you don't want to play Chris Davis, you want to save some money. I think a sneaky play is Pedro Alvarez down at 3,700. Um, the guy doesn't hit for average, that's for sure, but he does have some power and, you know, one home run and, uh, you know, you're, you're making pretty good points there. Um, and I guess the last guy I'll throw out is also a sneaky power guy. And that's Brandon Moss at 3,500. Um, other than that, I don't see a lot of value, you know, down near the 2000 to $3,000 price range. So I'll stop there at, uh, at, uh, Brandon Moss and he's about the same price as you mentioned Darren Ruff is. All right. So we've got Davis in their lineup. Who are your uh, choices at second base? Well, um, second base is a little tricky tonight. Um, Altuve is always a good choice. You know, he's going to get hits. He's going to steal some bases. But he is he is quite highly priced for a guy that's not going to hit too many home runs. If we're looking to save money, uh, you know, uh, to try and fit all of our big guys in, uh, I'm liking Cesar Hernandez. Again, he's in that, you know, rain game that we're worried about. But uh, he bats at the top of the order. Um, they're not facing a terribly tough pitcher. And uh, he makes a lot of contact. So he's one guy that I like at 3,000. And then another guy that I really like um, is Danny Espinoza. He has some pop in his bat, but he hits at the bottom, towards the bottom of the Washington order. But Bud Norris doesn't scare me pitching for Atlanta. And, you know, Washington's going to have people on base. And I think, uh, you know, with guys like Harper and Worth and Zimmerman hitting in front of him, Espinosa will have some RBI opportunities tonight. All right, so um, number one on my hit list is Danny Murphy. Um, He's certainly got the power. He's playing against Norris, who is one of the guys who are on my target list. Uh, Jonathan Shoup is on my list. Um, uh, Where did he go? Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot with Daniel Murphy, we've got, um, yeah, so he's batting fifth. And then the other guy is Colton Wong at 3,900 against Nicasio. He does very well against right-handed hitters. Um, so I, I, I've got him as well. Um, who's your favorite? 
Uh, I don't mind any of those guys. I say that's another position we kind of hold on for now and fill in with our, our guys that, you know, we feel are going to be our big boppers for the night. All right. So that takes us to third base. Um, Danny Murphy obviously is going to be there again. Uh, you know, if you feel like um, a Dodger, Corey Seager is someone uh, that comes up under my research. But who do you got? Well, I really like Manny Machado. I know he's the top of the price range, but, you know, he does hit leadoff. It is a great spot for him against Kyle Gibson tonight. Um, then I like Mikel Franco. Uh, but, again, you know, we're in that rain game situation. So, you know, that's a guy that you, you might not want to plug in if you're worried about weather. As I work my way down, um, you know, I think David Freeze is a little bit of a sneaky play. Um, he's been hitting three for uh, St. Louis. Problem is that St. Louis hasn't been hitting the ball. So, uh, you know, you might be hitting in the three hole, but if you're not getting any hits, then it's not really going to matter. So I like Machado. I like Mikel Franco. Um, if I had to choose between those two, you know, regardless of price, I definitely go Machado just for the simple fact that he gets on base, he can steal bases, and um, he's got the big boppers of Chris Davis and Trumbo and those guys hitting behind him. All right, I'm going to stick Machado in. Let's move over to shortstop. Um, again, Corey Seager with that versatility. He's 3,900. We really only have an average of 3,300 left. Uh, and shortstop is normally a spot where you do try and find some value. Jed Lowry is 3,300 and is on my list. Who do you got? Uh, I don't mind Lowry. I like a lot of guys in that price range. I like Lowry. Um, I like Starlin Castro, and I like Zach Cozart. Um, if weather weren't in factor, I would probably like Cozart the most because he's batting leadoff. He is at home, and he had a heck of a game the other day. Um, but with weather playing a little factor, um, you know, at, at 3,100, I kind of like Eduardo Escobar, but any of those guys I just mentioned, I'm fine with for the simple fact that they're all in, you know, a, a similar price range. All right. So we're definitely going to need some value or look to, you know, just to give you an idea with Maeda in, we've got an average of 33 left. If we punted with Finnegan and hoped that would get us up to 3,800 per player. So that is a, a way we can save money. Uh, let's move to the outfield. Uh, who, who do you ha do you have anybody who is lower price coming out of the outfield? Oh, absolutely. Um, this is a guy that I'm going to have in a lot of lineups. Joey Ricard. He is hitting ninth for the Orioles, but he's a he's you know one of their top prospects. He's a stud, and he's only two thousand um, dollars. That's how I you know plan to fit all my big boppers in tonight is by plugging this guy into a lot of lineups. Um, you know, he's going to have guys on in front of him. He's going to have RBI chances. And like I said, he make, he gets five points and he, he makes great value for you. So um, I really like Joey Ricard so that you can save money and get all the big guys in. Awesome. All right. I popped him into the lineup and that leaves us with an average of 3580. And then if we make the switch to Finnegan, I know it sounds like I'm pushing for that. 
uh, but that gets us over to 4,100. Um, so where do you want to go from uh, – who else in the outfield are reasonably priced people? I like how we've got already Davis, Machado, and Rickard. Um, you know, let's look really quickly. I'm going to look uh, using – I'm going to just go batters, and then I'm going to go team – and I'm just going to throw out anyone who rates highly on Baltimore that we haven't uh, thrown in yet. Um, well, the next guy, the next guy on my list is a Baltimore guy, and that's Trumbo. He was uh, four for five the other day. Um, I think he's going to have a tremendous year with with his new team, and he gives you again the flexibility to where if you need to move stuff around because of weather later on, he can also move to first base. Um, so Do you I like, actually, I, I, I've got, you know, Al, I'm again, I don't know baseball like you do, but um, we've got the four and the, you know, Alvarez is rated much higher and is 300 cheaper. He doesn't have that flexibility, but Chris Davis does. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on Pedro Alvarez? Is he listed as a outfielder? He's no first base, but then we could put Chris Davis in the outfield. Um, well, the way I was looking at it was playing Harper and Trumbo in the outfield. So you have to look if if you want uh, Harper or do you want Pedro Alvarez? So, I mean, I'm looking. I I, I go Harper all day just because even if they don't pitch to him, you're getting walk with stolen bases chances. So if we stick Bryce Harper in, move Chris Davis to the outfield, put Alvarez at first base, that leaves – sorry, this isn't doing what it should. And I, I'm, not, I'm not being intentionally uh, silly here. I just wanted to see. That would leave us. 4,000 with Finnegan, it leaves us 4,000 for catcher, second base, and shortstop with Maeda. It leaves us 3,066 for catcher, second base, and shortstop. And you said you like Jason Castro. Um, yeah, I was able to fit Davis, Harper, and Trumbo in with Maeda. With with the Castro that you liked, with a thirty one hundred dollars shortstop and Espinoza at second. All right. The only reason I, uh, my my research just has Trumbo as really not very good against righties, and that's my only hesitancy. He's 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 underwater when it comes to um, you know his his woba goes way down versus righties. Uh, but if you know more than I do, you call it. Do you want Trumbo or do you want Alvarez? Well, we can throw Alvarez in there and save us some money, and then I'll just put another one in with Trumbo in there. So I'll put okay. Alvarez at first. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm making it clear. I'm just going by some research that I have uh, as I'm still learning. And I like the idea that we could, uh, you know, you could do a different one with uh, – and you, and you want to stick – all right, so let's do this. We've got Maeda in, and a catcher. Who did? You, who do you like a catcher? 
Uh, I did. I went with you with Castro. I, I don't mind that idea at all. All right. So we've got Jason Castro in second base around 3,100. Who do you have? Well, I got, I put in a $3,100 shortstop as a placeholder just because there's two or three guys there that we like. Um, so that left us with 3,200 at, um, at second base. I like Starlin Castro. I'm going to go in right now and see where he's hitting in the order. I think he is. Um, he's hitting mentally. He, he, I think he's mentally trying to uh, take over the, you know, the reins that Derek Jeter, you know, played for so many years. Um, so I kind of like Castro there. I also like uh, Chase Utley uh, is thirty four hundred. And that would give you a dot. But let's just throw it in, right? Because you know what I want to do. I want to take my aid out and see, put Finnegan in and see what we could do at catcher second and short. So um, we've got an idea there. If we take Finnegan in for my that leaves for second base and shortstop 4,600 each. It's almost too much, right? Yeah, I mean, unless you, you're looking at the top guys and you want to play Altuve and Correa against uh, – well, I guess Dozier is a good choice at second, too. You could go Correa, Dozier, or um, Correa, Altuve. But it, it's not enough to make you really want to um, make that move. In other words well, – I love Correa. I would roster Correa every day if I could, but, um, you know, position, Pineda isn't what, a slouch. What, what position for Correa? He's a shortstop. He's the top shortstop on the board. All right, Correa. I mean, uh, Tuesday he was one for four with a home run, two steals, two RBIs, and two runs scored. So, I mean, that just gives you an idea. You know, he's a top ten season-long fantasy pick. Um, but if you, know. you go if you go Correa at short, that leaves forty six hundred for second base, and that could get you Altuve. It could get you Dozier. It could get you Rendon. Um, it could get you Daniel Murphy. Uh, you know we've got Bryce Harper, so sticking Murphy in behind him is not a bad idea. And if we did that, if we stuck Daniel Murphy in, took Alvarez out, put Davis back at first. Trumbo. We could get Trumbo in and still or, yeah, or have th- or have. Uh, well, we if we do that and we go Strasburg, Finnegan, Castro, Davis, Murphy, Machado, Correa, Rickard. Bryce Harper, that would leave 4,300 at outfield. And you could go uh, Kemp, Yasiel Puig, you know, Carlos Gomez, Brett Gardner, Jason Wirth, um, Trumbo, Bruce, Billy Hamilton. So it gives, you know, those are the guys there. So you tell me how you want to finish off the lineup. Well, Fittergan is just really scary to me. I mean, the DRA in the spring was over 10. So that's just really frightening to me, even though it is against the Phillies. Um, 
And then we've got the weather concerns. So let's go back to Maeda. Well, you could also go Gallardo. He's only $100 less than Finnegan. And if you're playing Baltimore stack, you're expecting them to win. And uh, like I said, I think Gallardo is a sneaky play. He is because he's completely on my uh, my list of guys not to play. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, Minnesota, you know, that's the question, though, is Minnesota able to – I mean, he's he's really bad with strikeouts. Oh, um, yeah, and I mean – it's just very – he's a very odd pitcher. He doesn't strike out a lot, but he had only a 3.4 ERA last year and was 14 and 11. And, you know, he pitched a lot of the time in Texas, which is a hitter's ballpark. So he's just one of those odd guys that's kind of hit or miss. And, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get with him. That, that's kind of why I stuck with Maeda because I feel like, you know, with pitching tonight, there's only a couple guys that are going to be consistent. And he was just, you know, the the other guy that I felt really comfortable with, even though I've never seen him pitch, you know. <laughs> that that's what's got me. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, Finnegan was kind of my punt, um, but uh, that's you know, the other guy that I kind of had written down was Michael Taylor. Uh, completely off the race, off the uh, what we were talking about, but uh, Michael Taylor is leading off today, and uh, he's got some pretty good uh, things going for him at 3,300. I don't know if you have any interest in him. No, I mean he's one of those guys that can score a few runs. He's not going to hit a lot of homers, um, and I think he only hit about 220 last year. Let me go look. Now, if we go Alvarez back at first base, second base, we go to, what do you think of Colton Wong? Um, I don't mind him today. Uh, Where is he hitting in the order, does it say? I'll I'll find out. Hold on. I I just think, though, if you're going to pay 39 for him, you might as well pay 100 or 200 more and go Murphy or Rendell. Right. Well, if you go Murphy, that only leaves you 2400 for an outfielder. Yeah, and you don't want to have two... 2600 for an outfielder. Uh, well, if you take if, Correa, if, you ta- if you take Correa out and you go with a shortstop, uh, you know, who's uh who's the next shortstop? Correa, you save 700. That would get you a 3300 dollar outfielder. I think Seeger might actually sit today, so okay. don't be surprised if he sits. He's had a knee issue, and you know he's still basically he, well. He's actually a rookie this year, so don't be surprised if he sits today. Starlin Castro, if you stick him in at uh, shortstop, and he and he's both shortstop and second base. I exactly. Uh, we lost. Hold on, we lost our outfielder. All right, so if we go Strasburg, Maeda, Castro, Alvarez, Murphy, Machado, Castro, Rickard, Bryce Harper, that leaves 4,000. That leaves Trumbo. Trumbo again. Let me see if there's anybody else at 4,000. Uh, kind of like 
Jason Worth and Jay Bruce, but Jay Bruce is in the weather concern. Um, well, and, and if, we're, if we're in for a penny with Baltimore. Piscotty's very sneaky as well, but like I said, the St. Louis guys haven't really been hitting. Yeah, but that, that, that can be a good thing. Um, because we're only talking about two games. And you said you you put Castro in at uh, short? Short stop. Yep, I'll read it to you. Strasburg, Maeda, Castro, Alvarez, Murphy, Machado, Castro, Rickard, Harper. And you really like Trumbo. Let's stick him in. And, I mean, one, two, three, four. That gives us four Baltimore bats. Yeah. I'll tell you, I made one one lineup for tonight, either last night or early this morning. And I'll have to go change it, I'm sure, because some of these, well, everybody's in the lineup so far. It was Maeda, Strasburg, A.J. Ellis, Trumbo, Cesar Hernandez, Machado, Cozart, Davis, Harper, Ricard. And the reason I like this is because other than Ricard, everybody else was hitting in the top three with the exception of Trumbo, who was hitting four. So it was Trumbo batting fourth, Cesar Hernandez at leadoff, Machado at leadoff, Cozart at leadoff, Chris Davis and Bryce Harper both hitting three. But that was just, like I said, something that I put together this morning or last night. And, you know, luckily it looks like it's going to, I'm going to be able to play it. Uh, uh, Say that again, just so that I can think about it. Strasburg, Maeda. A.J. Ellis is as my catcher. Yep. Trumbo, Cesar Hernandez, Machado, Zach Cozart, Chris Davis, Bryce Harper, Ricard. Okay. Um, what do you think of what we've got with Strasburg, Maeda, Castro, Alvarez, Murphy, Machado, Castro, Ricard, Harper, and Trumbo. I think that's pretty solid, too. Um, I don't you know tell me. I mean, words. if you want me to switch I, it over, I can switch it over. No, no, because like I said, I already have that lineup put in. You just got me worried about Trumbo for some reason, and I don't know why. But like Well, I said, he, he just was, isn't rated well versus, you know, handed. I mean, he's he's rated as low pretty much as anyone on my, um, you, you know, you know where I study. Yeah, but what I'm looking at is he's in a change of scenery. You know, he played the end of last year in Seattle, which nobody hits home runs. Um, he was four for five Monday against the right-hander, and I, I just think it's more, um, you know, I don't look at at past performances too much because he's in a new environment. He has. Chris Davis and Adam Jones to hit with him, which means he gets a lot better pitches to hit. Um, I mean, we've got and- we've got we've got four Baltimore guys. We got Bryce Harper and Daniel Murphy back to back. You know, Castro is as good a punt as any catcher. Uh, you like Maeda? I, I mean, I don't know the pitchers yet. So you know, I know some of them from I did some uh, DFS baseball the end of last year. But, I, I mean, my, you, you dwarf me on knowledge of this. So, 
if you're comfortable with it, and, and Stalin Castro was a guy you liked, Machado, who you liked, is in there. Uh, I really like having Harper and Murphy because they, they bat back-to-back, don't they? Yeah, usually. Uh, or or three, at most, or three two or four. Uh, I think Murphy is uh, five today. Let me look. Murphy is five. five yeah. Harper is three, but that doesn't concern me. Who bats fourth on that team? Ryan Zimmerman. Oh, I like Zimmerman. Yeah, I do too. I just I hate the fact that he's a first baseman now. I loved playing him when he was a third baseman or outfielder, but you know it's tough when you got guys like Abreu and Chris Davis and Miggy Cabrera to choose from, you know, and then you have to look at Ryan Zimmerman. But yeah, no, I I think this is a good lineup. One thing I like about Jason Castro, go ahead, is that um, let me make sure. I think he's hitting ninth, like we said. Um, uh, I can't get back to it. Carlin, I could tell you. No, uh, Jason Castro. Where's the Houston game? All right, Jason Castro. Ninth. Yeah, he's hitting ninth. But the thing I like about him is he's a left-handed bat, and all you have to do is flip over on one in Yankee Stadium to get a home run out there. So he has. Well, in ninth, power. you've also got the top of the order hit. You know, you 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 might lose an at bat. You know, let, let's say there's a thirty percent, forty percent chance you you miss an at bat, but you also, if you get on base, you've got the top of the lineup to hit you in. Yeah, and he's got he's got good power against right-handed pitchers, and you know hopefully he can just flip over on one and, and get one out. And you he's know got, we had he's got uh, a good ISO. We had good, uh, you know, we had good luck with our intuition last night. So I think we should just go with our our first uh, thoughts. Yeah, the the best catcher on my ratings is in that Cincinnati Philly game, Cameron Rupp. And then Jason Castro and A.J. Pierzynski, who are the same price. Now, Pierzynski hit seventh, so that could po- – he actually – it's real close uh, yeah, between but those um, two. That's one thing that I try to avoid is having hitters against the guys that I have pitching. Yeah. So that takes Pierzynski off. And, you know, one thing that, that upsets me is – I loved Cameron Rupp the other day because he was twenty five hundred dollars. He didn't play, but yet DraftKings moved him up six hundred dollars, which is very confusing to me. You know, a guy doesn't doesn't see the field, but he sees a six hundred dollar increase. So that was fairly confusing to me. So if DraftKings, if you're listening, I did not like that. <laughs> Don't piss off the mauler. My, that's my my podcasting rule number one. Well, I mean. Just think of how easy it would have been to – well, how much easier, how much flexibility we would have had if Rupp was only 2500 because I would have rostered him in a heartbeat at 2500 Yeah, there's really no value at catcher today. Um, if you look at even at shortstop, you know, you go down and there's really no one – I remember last year Eric Abar always seemed to be a good value. Um you know, he's, he's right around, you know, he's 3,100. And again, not that we were going to play him, but uh, there's no real value there. You look at second base, um, Danny Espinoza, but he hits eighth. Um, 
he, he comes up as a value. Third base, there is uh, what's his name, Jed Lowry. You know, like I said, come came up as a decent value, uh, but there really isn't any you know screaming values um, near the top of my. Uh, the only other one again is uh, you know Preston Tucker at three thousand uh, comes up. Yeah. So I, I'm not seeing any screaming values here um, as it relates to hitting. So I think we're good as long as you are comfortable with you know. I, I, my only thing was I wanted to. I had a feeling about Finnegan, so I wanted to um, throw that by you and see who we could plug in you know, with Finnegan versus Maeda, but it seems like it, we did pretty good with Maeda in the lineup. I just, yeah. my whole thing was for an extra 3000 for a guy we've never seen pitch. Um, that was why I was kind of really looking at Finney. Yeah. And if, it, if they were playing against anybody else, I would probably say, well, and it also goes to the slate. There's not a lot of pitchers on the slate that I would like to choose. So, which is one know, of the reasons why I played most of my, you know, my solo ones with the the full day that started at one. Uh, let me enter this, and then I'll just quickly now, come. go ahead. Yeah, now we're not we don't have Chris Davis in this lineup. Are you okay with that? Yeah, we do, don't we? No. <laughs> All right, no, I'm not okay with that. Hold on. He was our, our first round draft. I hate when we do that. Yeah, but I, I figured I'd better mention it before we lock it in. Yeah, I. Why don't we take Harper out and put Davis in? Well, you don't. I'd rather have them both. Take Alvarez out, put Davis in. Well, but you like Murphy a lot too. Um. Well, how about I? I wondered how we got those extra guys in. Let's let's go back to Finnegan for a second. We go Finnegan and we take Trumbo out and go Davis. Still leaves us two thousand extra. <laughs> you tell me. I, I I just whenever you and I have really liked a guy and then somehow he didn't end up in our final lineup, he goes and it's crazy to have a Baltimore stack without Chris yeah. Davis in it. Um. I don't know how, how we did that, how, but how I set, how set how set on you are are you on Murphy? Because I can take, we can get another walk. We can get another. We can go down to Espinosa, which I know he's hitting eighth, but he is a Washington guy. Um, if we still, put Davis in for Trumbo, that leaves um, Cesar so I, Hernandez. I put, I put Davis in for Alvarez. If I, I can put Davis in for Alvarez, Espinosa in for. Uh, who did I just say at second base for Murphy? And we're right at value, right at uh, right at with with zero money left. If you go the other way, yeah, see, there's no 2,800 guys in the outfield. No, I I, I I mean I hate losing Alvarez for Trumbo, but you know we're not going to spend the extra three three hundred dollars. You know, that's... uh... Oh, yeah, I never thought about that. We could play... If you want to play Alvarez over Trumbo, we could definitely do that. All right, so let's put Alvarez in at first. And then 
Oh, okay. So let me check this out. Alvarez. Davis. I got it. I, I got. It. I got it figured out. Check this out. Okay. So you put Alvarez at first. Move Davis to the outfield. Yep. Take Starlin Castro out at short. Mm-hmm. Move him to second. So he's your okay. second baseman. Um, Let me guess. Unless you go. And then we go Cozart. Yeah, then you go Cozart. Yeah, but th- he's in that. Yeah, he's in that rain game, but you have pivots off of him. You have. Uh, you have. Uh, Escobar, Galvez. Escobar and Hardy. Um, but then you could I also like just swap out. You could also swap out Starlin as well, if you want to get somebody that's batting higher in the order. And go down to Cesar Hernandez, but I'll leave that up to you because he's in that rain game too. All right, let me look at second base again. We've got thirty-one fifty each. If we go second base, uh, I know we're not going to be able to do this, but I'm going to try anyway. We put Murphy in at second base. Is there any shortstop at twenty three hundred? No, there isn't. Let me look. I'm, well, I'm going to give you a heads up. I'm pretty sure Culberson's going to play today, but I can't yeah. guarantee that until the Dodger lineup comes out. You know. Yep. All right. So Murphy's out for what time's the uh, that Murphy game? Probably right uh, at seven. I met uh is that against Atlanta? Yeah, seven or seven thirty I'm guessing. I can check. I'm I'm on the site right now. It's just really slow today. Um I'm looking right seven, at it. Seven ten. Yeah. That that Philly Cincinnati game is at hundred percent for thunderstorms now though. That's why I don't wanna roster anyone from there. Let me go look uh, at the, the radar for that. Cincinnati. Because it might just be that it's going to be a quick thunderstorm, but if it's something that, you know, is going to be all night, then we want to avoid that game. Oh, well, it's raining there right now. So that is. I would rather time. just go Escobar, I guess. Say where he's hitting yet? Seventh. Seventh, so that's not bad. Um, If we go to Jed Lowry? Yeah, it looks like Cincinnati's going to get pissed on all night, so we might want to avoid that game altogether. If we go Jed Lowry at short, that leaves 3,000 at second base, and that's Cesar Hernandez. Yeah, but that's it. We're back to that game again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Danny Espinosa, twenty eight hundred with two hundred left over. Jace yep. Peterson. No, we don't want Jace uh, Peterson. I like Espinosa. He has a lot of pop. All right. Uh, so uh, Maeda, Strasburg, St- uh, Castro, Alvarez, Espinosa, Machado, Lowry. Who, I mean, I think you know, guy batting second in the order um, against Chicago White Sox. Who's their starter today? Radon. Ron Jones. And yeah. I think Lowry's right handed, I'm pretty sure. He's switch. Okay. He's, well he's switched, but he his uh his ISO difference, he's he's got a lot more pop um 
it looks like against uh, lefties. Yeah, and that's good because Rondon is left-handed. You said he was hitting second in that lineup. Yep. Yeah, I think I'd rather a guy have a guy hitting second than Castro hitting seventh. Yeah, and we're uh, talking about punts anyway. This is the the bottom end of our lineup, and and now we've got Harper, Davis, Machado. You know, now we've got Alvarez, Machado, Rickard, and Davis. Yeah. For ba- for Baltimore. Yeah. And Harper and, and Espinosa still for Washington. Yeah. Where does Espinosa bat? He's going to be hitting eight. I'm yeah, pretty eight. sure. But, but still, he, he has more more home run power than most eight hitters. The problem is, is well, I guess it's not really a problem because a lot of times they'll just walk the eight hitter to get to the pitcher, and you know that's just free points. Yeah, if if we get two walks, six points out of a twenty eight hundred dollar hitter, I mean, or, or what is yeah. the walks? Four points uh, on two, DraftKings. Two or two or three, I'm not sure, but you know, when he if he gets on, he's got a chance to steal a base or even score runs and get more points. So yeah, yeah I don't mind that. All right. I, I, I kind of like Lowry, you know, I mean, he, you know, that batting second in the lineup and having a little bit of pop in his bat. Um, yeah. Make so, sure we keep an eye on that though. Cause that lineup isn't officially out yet. That's just, uh, yeah. um, well, even my okay. eight is, my eight is not everyone else in this lineup is set. Um, and, and just for, sh- <laughs> I'm going to submit it and then I'm going to go to it. And, uh, you know, not that I'm pushing or anything, but um, what happened to Corbin? All right. So edit. If we take out Maeda and put my boy Finnegan in again. Yeah, but you can't, that... you can't put Finnegan in because that game is going to get postponed. Yeah, you're right. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that game isn't even going to go on. From, I mean, the looks of the radar is they're getting rain right now. And it's not going to stop for a couple hours at least. It's backed up to the farthest point on the radar that I can see. All right. So um, that's our lineup for the day. And any final thoughts, Mauler? I mean, it didn't come together as smoothly as last night, but uh, I think we got the stack that we want. And, and, you know, look, everyone's going to be guessing at the second pitcher behind Strasburg today. And I wouldn't be shocked to see him with something like 60%, 70% ownership in this GPP. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, we're going out on a limb with Maeda. But like I said, the guy was lights out in Japan. Um, and when these Japanese pitchers come over, if you remember Hideo Nomo, he started off and they just have such pride in what they do that, you know, they're not going to let anything deter them. So who is the who is, is the fat Yankee pitcher who didn't have much pride? Um, I I know Tanaka is is a guy. That no, I'm talking. He was on well. the the mid '90s Yankees, and he was no. and he came over and he was fat. I remember who you're talking about. I don't remember his name, but he actually did start off in a blaze. But uh, once people figured him out, he didn't he didn't do so. Uh, he had a nickname too. Um, yeah. Man. Uh, oh my gosh, he, he died too. Hideki Arabu. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Wow. He died at 42 years old. No joke. Um, he was found dead in his... Oh, he killed himself. Jeez. Well, man. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good way <laughs> to leave the show either. My goodness. All no, right. Uh, no. Let's do, let's do that time machine thing that uh, Wayne and Garth used to do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And let's end this with a happier song. Let's see. Where do I want to go? Ah, it's the new season. The boys are back in town. Mauler, always a pleasure. And I really look forward to um, doing this with you, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Todd. Have a good evening. And I'm going to go turn on the Tiger game that just started and start making my lineups for the night. All right. You got it. Forget her. 